0: People should be prepared for the hard work because nothing comes easy, especially in a city like Bombay and uh, in an industry like ours where there is so much competition. And also when you're new, you don't know much, like you only think you know. So the more you practice and the more you write, the better you get. And you don't even have the discipline. Now I have a daily discipline of writing, like I don't have to force myself or I don't know that jab flow, hoga, tabhi likhenge. I have created a discipline. It's like people who go to the gym, they just know they have to work out every day. That comes from doing it every day, from doing it as a routine. And obviously in the beginning you cultivate these habits and then they last you for a long time.
1: Welcome to Intensify Humanity Podcast. We bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys. They have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges, guilt, shame, and things people cannot even imagine, all because they made a choice or decision in life. They are literally not just inspiring, but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life. I, Sundata Sarkar, your host today, will bring about the story of one such human being i hope you find this episode inspirational how does it feel when a single woman at the age of 21 moves to the city of dreams mumbai Maya agree to pursue her dream, her passion of screenwriting in Bollywood gets the reality check when she finds herself going through a series of challenges. Not just having to prove to her family that she's safe, secure and can have a good career in the Hindi film industry, but also she had to prove herself that she could bear all the challenges face it, and still make her way to the top with all her efforts and dedication. And the same we have seen the reflection of her works, which we have already experienced in Bade Atche Lagte Hai, Khote Sikke, Four More Shots, which is trending on Amazon Prime, Muska on Netflix, which is trending continuously in India, and the upcoming Shakuntala Devi featuring Vidya Balan, just to name a few of her amazing works. She is not just inspiring people with the dream of making a mark for themselves in the most loved and wanted to be industry, but also intensifying humanity to her best possible way through her contributions. She is none other than Ishita Moetra. So welcome Ishita to my show, uh, Intensify Humanity. I hope hope you know you are doing really good and i must say i have seen four more shots of course the series like badayat chalakte hai muska on netflix and i must say the kind of work you have put in there is commendable so congratulations once again all these series are trending and it has hit the charts so welcome once again to my show
0: thank you so much thank you for all your kind words and thank you for having me on the show Uh, I must admit, this is the first time that I'm doing a video podcast like this. So I'm very, very excited. And uh, come on, bring on the questions. Let's go for it.
1: Thank you so much. Like, I'm glad that I'm, you know, interviewing you for, for the first time in a podcast. So yes, so Ishita, for all the listeners who don't know much about you, about your background, could you please share a brief about your backstory and how did this journey of screenwriter in Bollywood actually started, actually take off?
0: I think ever since I was a very uh, young girl, I knew that I wanted to be a writer. Um, you know, every essay that I used to write, the teacher would read out in class. I think I started writing poetry when I was maybe six years old. So I knew I was going to write, but I didn't know what kind of writer I would be. So uh, I did my graduation in journalism. Then I was doing my master's in mass comm. And somewhere between these two degrees is when I realized that I don't want to be a journalist, I don't want to write nonfiction. I want to write fiction and uh, Hindi movies is what I absolutely love and adore and I want to be a scriptwriter for the movies. So back then, I'm talking about like 2006-2007, at that time we didn't have so many examples of women screen, screenwriters so uh, it was a little difficult for my family to understand what i wanted to do my father's an army officer and the kind of life i've led is totally different from it's so far removed from the film industry so they always thought i would probably do something more academically inclined and were very very happy when uh, i had taken up journalism Uh, but i explained to them that this is what i really enjoy doing and films are hindi movies are like a passion and what better than to do what you love, you know, for a job. So what happened is that that time I moved to Bombay to, I just came for a 10-day internship to Bombay, Um, but I got a job. And this was before my final exam, my master's MA second year final exam. And the same day, uh, I was walking on the streets literally, and I met a girl who I'd met earlier in Delhi, and she was looking for a flatmate. So in one hour, I got a paying job and I got a flatmate. And I saw it like a sign from heaven above. <laughs> so I called my parents and I was like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I have to take this chance right now. And obviously all hell broke loose and they just couldn't understand. They thought I've lost it. And uh, they also thought maybe two or whatever. But I stuck it out. And it was a bit tough in the beginning because this was the very first time I had ever come to Mumbai. And I didn't know anyone. I just had one school friend who was also here. So I knew him and his parents. I didn't know anyone else. So it was quite tough. But uh, I don't know. Somehow I just feel like um, I had belief in uh, myself. And uh, I just, I don't know, I survived it. At that time, I didn't think it was bravado or anything. But it just, one day at a time. So it worked out okay
1: that is amazing like as you mentioned like if you are passionate about something just go for it and you were getting signs all the way i mean one hour that was definitely the sign from the universe and see where you are today
0: yeah that's what happened i just couldn't believe it i was like if i tell this to somebody they won't like this this is like a movie it was like a script unfolding in my own life i'm walking out of a place where i've got a job offer and then i run into a girl who needs a flatmate and then she's like i've got everything uh, gas bhi lagaliya It was like a dream. She just needed a girl (laughs) in the room. That's all. And she was there with her mother who had set up everything. And they were desperately looking for a a flatmate. And uh, this is a girl who I have met in Delhi two months ago. So she saw me on the street and said hello to me. Otherwise, I might not have like we would have crossed each other. It was so weird. It's not like she was a friend. It was somebody I had met once and had a conversation with once who recognized me in Bombay and just told me about what was happening with her life and I just found it all to be really magical like the universe had put me there and so if I didn't take that chance I don't know like I wouldn't have been able to live with myself if I still packed my bags and went back to Delhi and to my normal life you know I mean I just had to take the chance so that dialogue it just struck my mind right puri shiddat se chaho to puri kainat, kainat yeah. usse milane ki koshish hai. Yes. hai paolo yes. coelho also <laughs> yeah so absolutely. it worked absolutely for you then in real life yeah absolutely but obviously it wasn't easy i don't mean to romanticize it for young people ki sab chhod ke jao, everything yes. i didn't take any money from my parents i worked hard i uh, used to do and like i said i didn't have any contacts or anyone i just uh, I used to write a lot of television in those days because I didn't have any high-handed attitude that I I was very clear that I have to live on my own and make enough money to, um, you know, be able to pay the rent and expenses. And so um, I was writing a quiz show for DD1. I was writing a countdown show for, for DD. Like, whatever, like, I got, I wrote. And somehow... I had a goal that there will not be a single month where I don't have a single paycheck. As a freelancer, you're trying to always, you know, work on multiple projects. So you keep getting uh, some money because we don't have salaries. So at that time, when you're starting out, it's not so much money. It's a little bit of money. So you have to do multiple things. But I've written events like wedding sangeets, whatever came my way. Because I just wanted to, there was a goal in my head that I will make this much money, 25,000 or something. <laughs> At that time, I needed every month. I'd figured it out. So I was keeping afloat. I was keeping a very uh, practical uh, attitude towards it. It wasn't like, um, it wasn't romanticized. And And so, then I got on. So, so honestly
1: speaking, people will think opportunities came your way. But, Uh, what I would say is you created the opportunities. You could have said no to those, but you did not say that. Actually, you grabbed whatever came your way and it not only added to your experience, but also led you, all your hard works, all the experiences
0: added together where you are. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, I used to also send messages to people because at that time I didn't have anything to lose. So whoever I wanted to work with, I would just message them. So a lot of people would actually reply back and they would meet you. Uh, obviously they're busy like and I'm talking about big shots like I've messaged every big writer and director who has ever number I could get I used to message because what is there like there is no harm and then from there somebody will recommend you to someone someone who's looking for some junior writer somewhere and that's how things materialize so every day there was a dedicated time like 30-20 minutes in the day when I was just sending everyone the same copy paste message (laughs) and uh, again like you said don't say no to any Work like I, um, so whoever used to say this is a paid gig, so I used to be like, okay, okay. You know? It's like, like it'll take me like the wedding, Sangeet function or whatever it is, but it will immediately give me this much money. So my goal for the month is met. So that is the
1: iceberg, that's the hard work that people don't see that you have put in all those years, especially the first year when you had so many challenges to survive in the city
0: people should be prepared for the hard work because nothing comes easy especially in a city like bombay and uh in an industry like ours where there is so much competition and also when you're new you don't know much like you only think you know so the more you practice and the more you write the better you get and you don't even have the discipline now i have a daily discipline of writing like i don't have to force myself or i don't know ki jab flow I have created a discipline. It's like people who go to the gym, they just know they have to work out every day. That comes from doing it every day, from doing it as a routine. And obviously in the beginning, you cultivate these habits and then they last you for a long time.
1: That's a very powerful message you have given because uh, when you are doing something, you have if you want to cultivate it and refine it over and over again, there is no shortcut. Put it Absolutely. in your habit make it a habit, put it in your discipline. So there is nothing known as born talent. Everything is a skill which you can definitely master.
0: Hmm. Everything is potential until you actually work on it. You have to work on the potential to make it something real and tangible. So this is something that I would say to anybody who wants to be a writer, um, like at least write one page. It can be shit, it could be good, it could be great, whatever it is. But if you want to be a writer, then you can definitely find time to write at least one page in a day. The more you write, the better you will get. 20 days later, when you reflect back on what you wrote on the first day, you'll yourself know what can be better. Absolutely, it comes from practice. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing those
1: details. So related to this, I want to ask you, there are so many people who come to the city uh, with, you know, big dreams and try their luck at so many places, but they cannot make it. They give up. But you made it. I want to ask you, what is that one thing that kept you going, even when you faced those challenges in the first year of survival, of making it, you know, in the city, not just in the city, but in the industry as well?
0: Honestly, at that time, I wasn't thinking too much about why and how I'm surviving because the goal was just survival. And in your early 20s, I was 21 when I had come to Bombay. At that time, I didn't—I uh, don't think I had used to reflect so much about how and why i'm doing things now in my 30s i can at that time i didn't but i if i would uh, think about it i feel like ever since i was a child i've been very driven and focused um, i was like this so when i put my mind to something then i would just go for it and uh, i think that i was brought up in a family where i was always encouraged to be independent and goal-oriented and uh, it just seeps into your psyche I think like it was never a question that I wouldn't be ambitious or I wouldn't have a career like it didn't ever occur to me like I thought all girls are like this you know so it's just it comes from your childhood and then uh, in the beginning I didn't know if I was good enough I was just trying my luck but every time I would get work it used to strengthen my self-belief that there must be something in there that people are ready to pay for it so i should just have patience and keep trying and keep working so these three things that
1: that is really powerful so listeners who are wanting to make a career in the writing field please make a note of that so uh we see a lot of actors on the front screen and we know at the max directors or producer name okay what we see on the front, front screen we remember that that's in the general case. However, screenwriters play a, in, such an important role in terms of especially dialogue, which you know, is like a thread which, uh, you, which tailors the entire, every scene of the entire uh, movie, uh, series or whatever you know uh, say it. So what is the major challenge do you think that uh, all screenwriters or uh, these kind of people face in the industry?
0: Major challenge as in are you talking about uh, work-wise or opportunities-wise? Like-
1: work-wise or opportunity. So is there any kind of major challenge that uh, the fresher who come here, they face okay. these kind of challenges in the industry in terms of this domain?
0: Yeah, I'll tell you the number one thing is that not enough people even understand what is a script. They just think that they can write. But I had some advantage because I was studying mass media. So I at least knew what the shape and how a a script reads. I'd analyzed some scripts because I had studied them uh, in Jamia where I was doing my my Master's. So I really recommend people, uh, I recommend to people that they should study if you can. If you're young enough, please enroll in a course. There are many courses now. I mean, you can study in FTII, has a scriptwriting course, there is Whistling Woods. I think there are many, many others, I'm sure. Uh, otherwise, like if, for example, say you're in your 30s and you feel like you want to switch careers and you feel like you always had it in you to be a writer and you don't want to go back to college, what you can do is download screenplays. And there are many screenplays that are available online. Some for Hindi films also. And a lot of your favorite English Hollywood films are available. So download them. See the structure. See how we write a log line. How we write scene descriptions. Where the characters come. The dialogue etc. Uh, and number three is uh, study. Like uh, just there, is, there are all sorts of books about screenwriting. There are, they are available widely. Now is a good time. You can just download it <laughs> if you are at home and read. Uh, excellent books like Sid Field and Save, a Cat, Save the Cat, etc. Excellent books on the structure and how um, films and screenplays are written, shows. So um, I think if you do this, then you can prepare yourself for the real world. And you won't just be like, um, because writing a play is so different from writing a film. There's not enough knowledge only really about how this works. So arm yourself with knowledge is what I would say. Everybody has internet. Everyone can do it from their own homes. At least. That's a very
1: crucial point you have mentioned that just like any other subject, you need to study this domain as well. If you just think you can write an article that is not a script writing.
0: It, I think that's a whole new genre as well. Absolutely. Everything is different. Writing a book is different. Writing yes. a, a, a script is very different from an article or any other kind of writing. This people have to understand. You can be a writer. You can have your way with words, but you don't understand structure. You don't understand visuals. You have to study it. You have to combine everything: sound, visuals, the structure, and uh, and the rhythm of a screenplay. And then together, it makes a script. So not just the words. The imagination also has to fall in place. That's
1: that's very the bottom line of it, basically. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. So. You have shown your hard work, talent, skills, just to name a few, through the marvelous Koteshke, Bade Achche Hai, and the recent four more shorts, uh, which has received tremendous appreciation and rating from the people, and also recently the second uh, season launched on Amazon Prime. Yes. So the, my question to you is: What do you think are the main ingredients, efforts, and hard work that go into screenwriting and dialogues, which is which the common viewer? don't get to see or don't understand?
0: For dialogue writing specifically, we have to get into the head of the character. So we have to understand what what would this particular person say at this juncture and not what would I say. So for example, if somebody is from a place called Vasepol and is a 50 year old man and I'm writing dialogue for them, I have to write it in that way. I can't write it like somebody who's raised in an army family would (laughs) speak right so you have to understand your characters well enough research them well enough to know that when they open their mouth it should uh, how what will they say it has to sound authentic so that is the number one thing that you have to keep in mind as a dialogue writer and another thing is you have to know when to enter the scene and when to exit the scene your scenes cannot just go on and on and on because nobody has the patience so try and say it in you know as succinct a way as possible
1: Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. So related to that, four more shots is a massive success. And we all know that. And uh, the amazing part is the dialogues. Like I really enjoyed watching the entire series. And there was not a one moment that I did not enjoy the dialogues, be it the emotional moment or the raunchy moment or anything. So my question to you is, how much time did it take for you to actually complete the entire screenwriting? And how did it actually happen? How did four more shots happen?
0: I have to tell you that uh, I was very blessed with an excellent team, uh, and they were all women. So, right from the creator Rongita Nandi and the co-creator Ishita Nandi, and my story screenplay writer Devika, and then there was me, and the directors so for both seasons. One is Anu Menon, and the other time it's Nupur Asthana. Were also women. So, when we go into the writers' room, it's really, uh, it's it's really very the uh, insightful. The conversations that we have and the things that we discuss. And, uh, we are able to reach a deep place and yet say it in a fun way. And actually that is the show. We want to make it light and we want to have panter and we want to make it fun and glamorous. But in the core, we want to talk about things that affect all women, not just like women in South Bombay, but anybody sitting anywhere, eventually through all of it should be able to relate to what is happening. So uh, it really helps to have all these women and it takes time, of course, like we, um, I think when the shoot for season two had started, we had already started, Devika was already working on story and screenplay. And I think by September or something, I had already started writing. We take about maybe eight to nine months for a whole season. So it's a lot of work. And then we have readings where all of us sit together and we read each episode, every line and uh, whatever um, issues we have we talk about them and uh, then we come to a consensus so everybody's opinion is respected and then we thrash it out and in a very democratic way and we feel like that helps because already five women are vetting it you know and then it goes to the next stage so we feel like maybe that's the reason that people are able to relate to it well, that that itself
1: tells me how powerful it is that brainstorming and every uh, discussion that happens so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yes as you mentioned the point i would like to highlight here it is very uh, glamorous it is very entertaining and everything on the surface level but there is a message there is a theme in the entire series and that theme is very powerful if people have watched it they know uh, what I'm talking about so the second season has launched two to three weeks back so I want to congratulate you on that as well and it Thank is you. again a massive success so what is the difference uh, that is happening this time like what is the core of the theme uh, that is ha-
0: having this time so second season the theme of our show is women supporting women through thick and thin it's actually like for Forever, all the books that you have read or I have read and all the films, most, not let's not say all and generalize, but most of popular culture, uh, a woman needs to be saved by a man, right? Like it's Sleeping Beauty, but a prince will come and kiss her and then only she will live happily ever after or, or whatever, Snow White, prince will come and save her. It's always like that, a prince comes and saves you or any romantic film or anything you see, like eventually romantic love saves you, whether you're a man or a woman. And that's the only way that you can be happy. So we realized or the, we were thinking about actually what happens. It is your female friendships that many times carry you forward through thick and thin and no matter what is happening in your life. Uh, and male friendship has been celebrated many times on screen from sholay to dil Jata hai to zindagi na milegi Dobara to Pyarka ka pachnama, whatever. Many, many, many times. Uh, but we don't see that much female friendship being celebrated. So this was the idea that there will be four girls and they will go through different kinds of experiences. They will not be perfect girls. They will be making mistakes like all of us make mistakes. But what happens in the end, they have their friends who carry them forward, who give them the strength to get up again and again, move on in life and take another chance at another day. So uh, this is the core theme of the show. In the second season, we've made it bigger. Uh, uh, we've gone to Istanbul. We've gone to Udaipur. The clothes are awesome. The locations are awesome. And I feel like because the people have already gotten used to the characters in season one, we have moved deeper into the plots of each girl and her story. So uh, I think like that's why it's got so much appreciation. Uh, the point that you
1: mentioned is so powerful. We have seen uh, like we talk about men friendships and all it's not actually gender differentiating yes. but that's a general conditioning like there is no difference no one is pointing out about women's rights or something it's like a general belief or conditioning that has happened and uh, most yeah, of general
0: the, conditioning is that hai. Yes. it's like a conditioning. Yes. but in yes. real life it's not true like our best friends are uh, women right like yes. or sisters you know there is so that's why the need to celebrate this sisterhood, and that
1: is so it reflects so powerfully, like even we do so much so many mistakes, but still at the end of the day, I am there for you without judging so the bond that has been shown over there is so practical. there is no you know that fairy tale thing, nothing is there it's so practical, and I hope when women see this, they understand the they can you know value each friendship they has with other women. So it's a very powerful theme that you guys have come up with. And uh, yes, once again, congratulations for that. And in parallel, you are having Muska on Netflix, which is again trending continuously in India. Indian Netflix yes right so I won't ask you the cliched question that how does it make you feel or anything but definitely I would like to ask you how did you get that opportunity and what is the story
0: behind it and what is it I have to tell you you? that Muska is directed by my husband Neera Judwani oh my (laughs) god congratulations I did not know that the story and screenplay he has done and I've done dialogue and but obviously this is not the first time we've worked together and when we first met, we met as colleagues. And uh, we both wrote a film together called *Meri Dad Ki Maruti uh, in 2013. So he uh, wrote the story and screenplay and I wrote the dialogue. So we actually met um, when we were collaborating and then we became friends and then we got married. And so when he was making his first film, obviously I was going to write the dialogue for it. <laughs> so <laughs> there was no question. So that's how that happened. So but, it's a home <laughs> ingredient, basically. Yeah. There is musk in our house and so, also on our screens. So that's what. Uh, but it was really great fun. It was very different. It was It's about a Parsi-Irani cafe. And again, uh, it writing it's a new world, right? So it gives me a chance to understand how Parsi speak, what are their idiosyncrasies. Also, both of us ate a lot of Parsi food. During the writing of that film. I love Parsi food, I must say. And yeah. since you brought about food, now, okay. As a non-vegetarian, I think it's just like, I just love their food, their patrani machi and the uh, saliboti and everything. It's really amazing food. I can't wait for the lockdown to get over so I can eat, go back to an Irani cafe and eat that food. Absolutely. Now let's not talk about food. Yes. Let's not. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to show you my mug. See this? It's my former shots mug. My God! I'm celebrating former shots every day. This is amazing. This is
1: this is beautiful, and the way these uh, girls, these ladies, have brought about the depth of the character in each one of them is
0: hats off. Yeah, they are just they have um, breathed life into the characters. All four of them are just so good in their roles. I can't even imagine anybody else playing those parts apart from the four of them. Yes, absolutely.
1: Now, another next big thing that I'm going to ask you is your upcoming is Shakuntala Devi, which is starring Vidya Balan. Yes. And it is again, like a big thing that is coming up, right? Could you share a snippet about
0: uh, it with our listeners? I am so super excited about it because this is the first time that I'm working on a biopic, that I have worked on a biopic. And uh, to write the, sto- uh, the dialogues for a living person, somebody who lived, she's, not a, uh, she's passed away. But I had to, you have to hear how she spoke. You have to understand how she would have said these things. It's not like there is imagination, but it can't go haywire. It has to uh, you know, run parallelly with the human being that existed and she was such a big genius she has traveled the whole world so many people have heard her speak and so many people have attended her lectures and uh so on so it was very interesting and very challenging to do this uh, secondly we uh, had the blessings of her daughter who helped us through this who also shared a lot of uh, daughter and son-in-law who shared a lot of uh, you know little uh nuggets about their life and uh Anu Menon and Nanika Maitani who have done the story screenplay and research also helped me a lot in understanding uh, the character. But best of course I'm saving to the last is Vidya Valan, who I absolutely love. Who has just like brought so much life force and energy into this character. Like I can't wait for all of you to see this film. I don't know when it will release now with the theatres and everything but let's hope that the situation resolves soon and movie theaters open and all of us can go back to the life that we used to have because like I feel like it would be just great to hear uh, to see the story of this powerful woman uh, enacted by another powerful woman and again directed by Anu Menon who's another powerful woman and so also many the dialogues written by another powerful woman <laughs> thanks I was waiting for you to say that because I can't <laughs> say it myself <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> No, that's a fact. (laughs) And it's just like a lot of woman power, you know, I mean, it's always (laughs) brings that energy.
1: Yes, absolutely. And see, uh, of course, everything has its own potential and they have their own finesse. Uh, But when we talk about words are powerful than swords, Mm. right? So you do one of the toughest jobs in the entire, uh, you know, arena. making good communication, bringing life. Just imagine if we are having horrible dialogues, who's going to even listen? Nobody will hire me only. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. So the dialogues, you know, uh, just bring out the real character, the essence, the expressions, make you cry, make you laugh, make you do everything. So commendable on your job, because that is definitely not an easy one. (laughs) because I just got a glimpse uh, of how script writing is done and it is definitely not a cakewalk and not a normal set of writing.
0: Definitely not. For one film or one, uh, like I told you, for one show, it takes us eight to nine months. For one feature film script, we do go through so many drafts that from the beginning, when it is just a one-line idea to the shooting script, which is the script that finally is going to be shot, let's say eight, nine drafts have happened. It takes easily a year and a half. So whoever wants to be a scriptwriter, please be prepared for a lot of hard work. Only if you love this more than anything else, will you be able to have fun and make a career out of it.
1: It's not a hobby. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not a hobby. Yes. I have seen like one move you have, even for the slightest moves that the actor makes, you have to think about that and then write it. Yeah. I mean, basically is...
0: everything is written. Like if an actor turns their head and is looking out towards Everything. I've seen that structure.
1: So that's why I'm saying it's not a cakewalk. It's not an easy job. Definitely. So let me ask you, who is Ishita and what does she do when not writing her screenwriting scripts or dialogues, anything? These days,
0: though, I am a chef. (laughs) I have discovered my latent cooking talent in lockdown. Uh, and uh, I've been watching all these videos of Chef Kunal Kapoor and Chef Ranveer Brar and Nisha Madhulika and what have you. And every day I'm cooking and trying something new. And this is, I didn't even know I had this talent, honestly, because I've had a cook and I would always just work and I would just tell her ki, di di ye bana do. And uh, now, uh, for the first time ever, I've realized that I'm actually quite decent at it. <laughs> so I'm trying new dishes every day. And the other thing that I do normally is that I sing. I have a, a singing teacher who comes once a week. Now that's happening um, online. Oh, that's so beautiful. That is something I do just to take, it's not for, uh, it's not towards anything. It is just to do something just for myself without any goal attached to it. Because everything can't be for the world. Something has to be uh, just Self-love.
1: Yes, yeah. that's beautiful. Oh, that
0: kind of thing. That's amazing. I
1: wish like if i could ha- ever have food made by you
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe after the lockdown who knows <laughs> definitely would love to have yeah. so yeah i'm uh, making mutton kosha and like all okay. The okay okay don't I- say that now <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll tell you one thing today i made a malabar style keema curry with tamarind and okay coconut. fine <laughs> enough <laughs> Okay, fine. I get it. You're a very good cook. Don't have to say the names. No, I'm learning. I'm like, I can't do it on my own. I'm learning from videos. I'm a good copycat, but it's really fun because you make something instantly. I'm used to creating something for one and a half years and then it releasing. In this, you can create something and instantly in 30 minutes, it's ready and you can eat it. It's amazing. (laughs) That's a very
1: good difference that you have pointed out. (laughs) All right. So um, what is your message to the upcoming screenwriters you want to give who make a mark in the industry in screenwriting, screenwriters? Yes.
0: Uh, I want to say that you have to be hardworking. Like I said, there is no shortcut to uh, working hard and uh, to having discipline. Number two is be open to criticism. Don't think that you know everything. Because nobody knows everything. So when it's coming, when it is constructive criticism or even if somebody is giving criticism in an angry way or whatever, you have to, you know, I mean, be, know how to chaff out all the uh, bullshit and see what the point is. Because through criticism, you can actually make your work better. And it's better that people criticize the script when you're writing it as opposed to the audience doing it later. And the, it is a journey. You have to write every day and learn every day and work on your craft so don't be egotistical um, be open to criticism and uh, number 3 is um, be believe in yourself and keep reading screenplays and keep watching films and shows because good and also books actually uh, because reading inspires writing and good cinema and um, good series I don't know, like, you, something just happens, and you are like, how are these people making such amazing shows? And what are we doing? And you just feel like, oh, shit, tomorrow morning, I'll wake up and work extra hard. It's always good to surround yourself with like, good influences creatively. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I
1: hope this will help a lot of, like, people who are wanting to become screenwriters.
0: So, uh, what is your favorite book? And who's your favorite author? I read a lot and I read different kinds of stuff. Um, I would say my all-time favorite is Salman Rushdie. I've read almost all his books. And I think that, I think I was 17 or 16 when I first read Midnight's Children. And when I read that book, I was like really taken aback. I just couldn't understand anybody could write prose like this, this beautifully. So he would be my top uh, author. But uh, recently I revisited the film The Namesake and I realized how much I love the book. Uh, I used to really love it, and then I saw the film, and then I forgot about it. And then, because of uh, Irfan Saab's passing away, I re- revisited the film recently, and so many words from the book came to me, and I realized that I've read this book like what 15 years ago, and I still remember it. And that's the power of a great book. So that's some that's something that I would recommend to people if they haven't read it. <coughs> then, uh, I like thrillers, I like Gillian Flynn's writing. So. Gone Girl, Sharp Objects, Dark Places, and even the fourth short story that she wrote. I've read all of them, all of her books.
1: I must say that's a very, very, you know, um, what I would say, very quality taste you have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I've read some of them and those are really, really good. Of course, Salman Rushdie, Salman Rushdie and Neem
0: Seek. It's beautiful. Right now, I'm planning to read Siddhata Mukherjee's The Gene uh, because of, of course, the pandemic and everything that's happening. And somehow now I'm feeling like nonfiction is more, uh, I'm oriented towards nonfiction a little bit more. Like I read William Dalrymple's Anarchy, which I absolutely loved. Yes. Uh, and again, I recommend it highly. Please, everybody read it. Please read it.
1: Thank, thank you for recommending that. <laughs> so, my next question to you is mm-hmm. if not a screenwriter, then what would Ishita be?
0: i would be a journalist i was studying to be a journalist i would probably be a film journalist
1: okay amazing so near yet so far <laughs> yes film journalist okay yeah. that, that's quite straight and direct great <laughs> so ishita my last question to you is how can our listeners connect with you
0: so uh, i'm not extremely social media savvy but i have an instagram account uh, and so you can follow me uh, it's my uh, handle is miss chamko miss chamko is based on chashme baddur the character that Deepti Nawal played my favorite film so uh, follow me at Miss Chamko on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can just search for Ishita Moitra and I will prop up. And again, uh, it's Ishita underscore Moitra. So you can follow me on Twitter as well.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much, Ishita. This was a really refreshing talk with you. And uh, given your experience and the things that you have shared, everything does not come easy. But when you really seek for it, you get it. You just need to grab the opportunities and work hard. When no one is watching you,
0: absolutely. So, you summed it up really well. Yes. And one can't say this
1: enough, you know? Yes, yes. And thank you so much for coming to my show once again and sharing your valuable time and your valuable experience and stories with us. So thank you once again. And all the best for uh, Shakuntala Devi and all your upcoming works as well. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So that was Ishita Moitra, the human being who shows that hard work, dedication and a sheer willingness to grab every opportunity that comes your way to reach where you want to go and setting high standards for yourself is really necessary to reach where you want to reach in life. She is not just inspiring the people who want to make it their mark in the screenwriting domain in the big industry, but also inspiring so many lives directly and indirectly with her works. I hope you found this episode inspirational.